0: Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co, that's J-R-N-I i.co for more information. Your adventure awaits.
1: Hey guys, on this week's episode of the Catalyst Life Coaching Intensive Podcast, Noel, what are we talking about? Travel. Travel. And what does travel have to do with life coaching, self-betterment, being a better person, the human journey?
0: Yeah, I mean, humans, if you think about it, we're really a migratory species. And we were built to roam this earth and walk hundreds and thousands of miles. And if you think about the evolution of human history, all humans have been doing is literally running around this planet and so whenever there is an evolutionary trait that we have where my mind goes to i don't know about your mind is what is the benefit how come this is so and it turns out that traveling actually has a series of significant health benefits as well as just kind of opening you up to new and different perspectives
1: yeah, absolutely. So I'm uh, new to travel. I've only been um, to two major, uh, you know, like different country, eat, pray, love kind of journeys in my life. Um, and I'm just kind of getting it now. I'm just experiencing the power of travel and, uh, you know, the 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 internal shifts and transformation that can happen uh, through travel. Um, so what about you? Have you traveled often? A lot? Far? No?
0: Yeah, I've traveled really widely throughout my life, and and honestly, you know, we have to acknowledge that it's a privilege to be able to do that, right? So I have been incredibly blessed to have traveled extensively and widely, and it's really built into who I am. I'm kind Mm. of a human tumbleweed. I get antsy if I stay in one place for too long.
1: Oh, so you actually enjoy travel. It's in your blood.
0: Yes. It's not only in my blood, but I start to get depressed if I don't have something new, a change of environment, stimulation moving me from one place to another.
1: Right. So let's talk about travel, the benefits of travel. Um, What are they for you?
0: Gosh. So, I mean, if we were going to start psychoanalyzing me, um, you know, that that would that would get weird real quick with why do I need to pick up and leave every couple months? But um, it, from a, a very fundamental perspective, it's it keeps your mind sharp and it promotes heart health. And it enhances your creativity and it relieves stress and boosts mental health and it shifts your perspective. It broadens your perspective, not only of the world, but also of yourself yeah. and it increases connection to others and yourself, which has endless benefits.
1: Yeah, I used to think that travel was something um, you did that was extra, you know, if you made a certain amount of money. And I always feel guilty about traveling. So I never left Los Angeles. I was too busy grinding and trying to build something. Um, And it wasn't until my divorce that I I told myself I need to go somewhere. So I went to Italy and I hit uh, Florence, Barcelona. And um, it was amazing. It blew my mind. I didn't, um, I I just, I didn't, I was like a kid at Disneyland and uh, seeing the buildings, the culture, the way that people lived, how they were. I I didn't realize all that and it made the world big. You know, it changed my lenses. Uh, It made me realize that not everyone is like uh, the the, the little bubble that I live in.
0: Oh, 100%. Now, when you had that experience of the shifting and the lens changing, how long did that last for you?
1: Um, Well, I remember it still today, but it... It lasted, I think, a few months, and then you kind of, you know, fall back into the same routines, and, and then the same. Um, I, f- I feel like you you put your old lenses back on as you you know come back home and you give yourself the same experiences. But I think, and but I think that's why I think travel is important. I think that every time you go, it stretches you in a different way.
0: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You're faced with the reality of living outside of your comfort zone which gives you the opportunity to transform how you see things.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I just got home from Bali, and the the takeaway from Bali was completely different. So if, in Italy, um, I was floored by the buildings. Every building in Florence is like a, a, a work of art and from the 1800s. And like you, you can't look at – any building and 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 not be blown away right and it's like marble and and you're you're, you're like you're you're wondering how this was created by man um from in bali what i was taken aback by was uh, the kindness so you know they're on an island they're very spiritual and they're extremely kind people to the point where it's like if you took their kindness and brought it to la people would be like, this person's weird. That's how kind they are. I mean, eye Dude, contact.
0: That's why everybody thinks I'm weird in LA.
1: <laughs> exactly. Maybe, you know, what you need to do is you need to live uh, in Bali so you can fit in with your people. Maybe. Yeah, they, um, the eye contact, smiles, you know, bowing with the praying hands. And it's not one person. It's every every local, not tourists, but all the locals are extremely kind. And um, it's amazing. Yeah. And that's kind of uh, the, the big t- takeaway from, from there is the, uh, the, the kindness and the, um, the spirituality. And of course, you know, the amount of humans you could fit on one scooter.
0: <laughs> seriously, seriously. So, you know, a lot of times our view of ourselves tends to be informed by the immediate world around us and by the images that we consume so that would be television social media print magazines billboards which of course shows us a very very narrow curated version of life how do you think The curated version of life that the commodified, manufactured world kicks out to you and says, John Kim, this is what you need to achieve in life, compares to how you experienced people living in Bali.
1: Yes. So um, it's almost like the Jim Carrey movie where um, he didn't realize that his whole world was uh, made up and fake and that he was actually on, on – it was a TV show. I don't know if you remember this movie. Um, and then when, when he found out, he was trying to break out. I feel like my whole life, um, the advertisement, the billboards, the uh, commercialization and what we should strive for and all of that uh, has been programmed by Los Angeles and me living here for you know 43 years. Um, and then when I went to Bali and I, and I saw how different, you know starting with the, the pace of life – um, what matters? I did a quick interview, uh, uh, a video with one of the drivers. And in Bali, you, you know, you're, you're either on a scooter or you're driving. And I was asking him, him about um, just simply, you know, what made him happy or if, if he was happy, his definition of happy. And his response was almost like, why are you not happy? Meaning that um, he saw happy as just part of life. You know, it wasn't something like, Uh, In in the big cities where we are always chasing and measuring and and, and, uh, um, trying to reach, happy in Bali is just a, a state and it has to do with being mindful and present and kind.
0: Awesome. 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 And, and that is a classic example of what you gain from traveling because watching firsthand how other people live is almost like viewing the world through their eyes and that broadens your view. Yes. Now, now,
1: now granted the other side is he, um, that body's all he knows. So, you know, if he grew up in Los Angeles, of course he, he would, he would have different opinions and lenses and all that too.
0: Oh, yeah. So watching and colliding with other cultures forces you to challenge your own assumptions.
1: Yes, it makes the world very big. It makes you question um, what is valuable to you. It it really shakes your life a little bit, you know. It does
0: shake your life. And I think that I just stumbled on the uh, talking point that can explain my situation. So um, it has been very well researched that... People often have epiphanies while they travel, and they're able to view their problems from a more detached view. And I think that sums up me pretty nicely. It's like, oh shit, things feel tense. Let's get the fuck out of Dodge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now let me ask you this: um, Can that be a problem, or can that be unhealthy if every time there's anxiety, you're running? Meaning, oh, yeah. you're traveling, right? It's so-
0: a street form of avoidance. And, you know, I'm notorious for throwing up really interesting um, relational and all travel related, um, you know, distractions whenever my life gets a little bit messy.
1: Well, thank you for being so honest. um, But I know that so many people can relate to that. Um, I personally know friends who have been everywhere and they have admitted partly it's just to avoid their life at home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. And, and it, it, for me, it, um, it feels like a tightness. And then as soon as I know that essentially I'm getting on a plane, I start to breathe a little bit and I'm like, okay, I'm getting out into the world. I'm going to be on my own. And it's also because I'm just so fucking independent that I need that space.
1: Sure. Sure. And, And also maybe you come home with new answers.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I come home softened. I come home humbled. I come home with a different perspective. I come home joyful, grateful. Um, I look at my partner, my home with fresh eyes and say, God, how beautiful this is. Yeah. Um, So
1: maybe that's not uh, such a bad thing. I mean, maybe um, you do run away. Maybe by running away from yourself, you end up up running towards yourself. It's a boomerang
0: it is a boomerang it is a boomerang so let's talk about the epiphanies part did you have any epiphanies while you were traveling in bali
1: uh so many yes um i one of the revelations obviously um the power of kindness and how, so here's the thing about bali is uh th- there is their transportation system is so crazy that um um there's so many scooters there's no traffic lights there's there's no system there so uh if people weren't kind there would be just floor <laughs> there would be tip scooters and dead people everywhere but I, be, but be, <laughs> but because there there's there's kindness John that
0: sounds like Venice
1: yeah exactly exactly but because there's kindness um people don't lay on their horns people give the other person the right of away it all kind of flows it's really magical it, it's mysterious it's like um if if it was Los Angeles, uh, it would not work, right? Because of road rage and because of how you know when we're in our cars, we're different. We're different people. But in Bali, um, because people are kind, they do they do tap on their horns, but it's more like I'm right behind you. It's a, it's a, no one ever lays on their horn, and there's no screaming, there's no fighting, and you know they're human. I'm sure there's there's you know uh, they get annoyed and irritated and stuff. But the traffic system, although it, it's it's crazy, it, it works because People are being respectful and kind, and so one of my revelations, one of my epiphanies, is the the power of that. You know, um, that's just traffic, but when you uh, let that ripple to other areas, like you know, meals and human connection, and um, even the people in the uh, the vendors, the people in the restaurants, you know, all the the, the busboys, the servers, that that kind of kindness. When you're surrounded by that, um, it it's impossible to not look inward and see. The, the power of um, what kindness can do to you, you know? And, and also, if you are not a kind person, you're going to, uh, it, it's going to be revealed very fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that the cultural immersion, you're kind of forced to grapple and contend with your internal structures.
1: Yes, yes. The other the big piece is ceremonies. Um, there are ceremonies uh, because there's, there's such spiritual people, uh, Buddhism, Hindu, they, they, there's so much... Uh, um, celebration of something greater that it, it there's no way that that can affect you or question um, your human uh journey in existence
0: mm, that's so cool so a little bit of what's going on behind the scenes there um your neuro pathways are really heavily influenced by environment and experience. So just by gaining exposure to the visual affect of having something new, ceremony, kindness, cultural immersion happen in your life, um, your brain synapses are starting to spark and connect to each other. And if you choose to follow through with your epiphanies and your new learning by Employing experience, insight, experience, you will start redirecting your brain in a different direction.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. And the and the and the final piece for me was uh, the connection they have with nature. So there's um, different parts of Bali, and if you if you go to Bali and you just go to one part, um, it's you're it's you're not going to do it justice, and you're going to you, you may not like it. But if you see the jungle and the beach and all the areas. Um, it's a little paradise, and it's impossible to not connect with nature because you're on top of mountains. You're there's monkeys around you. There's I I you know I watched elephants. Like it's 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 very different than living in the city where it's a it's a concrete jungle. You know.
0: Yeah, and nature changes your brain as well.
1: Yeah, it um it not only changes your brain, I'm sure, but it just it just um your energy and your connection to your environment changes.
0: It uh, did you know that we have a pretty strong genetic match with trees?
1: No, how so?
0: Uh, Well, that's exactly it. We have, um, I think it's about a 25% genetic match with trees. And because of that, it's actually healthy for humans to just stand next to a tree.
1: Sure, I could see that I could see um, going on nature walks and feeling different um, just by literally being around trees.
0: A hundred percent, it has profound, profound effects on us. And being out in nature without distractions from technology is one way to repair our prefrontal cortex. Our prefrontal cortex is our decision maker and it gets really overtired from 25 tabs open on your computer and text message and Facebook message and the whole kit and caboodle. So if you want to repair that, restore creativity and calm to your brain, Put your phone away and go hang out with some trees.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I gotta say, now more than ever, um, we can travel, and I'm seeing it everywhere. I mean, even within our team, you know, our our, uh, our team members are always somewhere, and they're working uh, remote. And because of the internet, we are actually we actually have the ability to do that. You know, in the fifties, everyone just had they had the a clock. They were they had they couldn't travel as much. It wasn't a thing. It's a
0: choice. You know, it's a choice. And so, you know, as we're talking about that, we also have to talk about, you know, the privilege of it on our team. Um, nobody has a child, so that's a huge one, right? So we're not, the kids aren't in school, but um, I'm about to leave Philadelphia, come to Los Angeles. Julie's leaving Los Angeles, going to Israel. Steph just left Colorado, hit San Francisco.
1: <laughs> yeah, not, that's like the norm now, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: and, and that's that's how we roll. Um, and the benefit there is if we can all manage our time zones and our inboxes, which seems to be the, the challenge, it keeps our brains so much sharper um it builds resilience at the cellular level and it fights off degenerative disease in a similar manner that um intermittent fasting does
1: oh that's really interesting how so how are those two related
0: yeah so so when you with intermittent fasting um, when you let your body get hungry um, your your body naturally after eight hours starts to fight off and kill and basically eat all of the maladaptive cells that might one day turn into cancer or whatever the same thing happens with your brain when it's challenged and and challenged like appropriately not talking about just walking around the block, but thrusting yourself as you did into a completely new environment where you have to use your brain and your resources and all of your senses. And it just, So all of the parts of your brain that are compounded by degenerative disease are potentially delayed because this cognitive stimulation due to exposure improves your memory, your concentration, uh, particularly in individuals with dementia, and the stimuli is so intense. That it's forcing you to experience the flavors of life as it was meant to be experienced, not this contrived: go home, watch TV, get up, go to work, come home, watch TV. That a lot of people do.
1: Here's what just hit me with what you said: um, the flavors of life that are meant to be experienced. And I yes. think that uh, that was probably the greatest takeaway is that that life isn't, you know, it's not meant for us to just be behind screens. I mean, yes, we need to to make money and build things and pursue our passions, but um, emerging yourself in different uh, environments and activities and experiences, like literally putting yourself in those, those that's, I think that's the, where life happens, not in just reading information, uh, articles. I think um, this is the new way to enter the journey of self-betterment you know to go out and live because now we can and so um that's something to, to to celebrate and to actually lean into i think you know it is and
0: so if you're coaching folks and they want to take risks and they're scared it's important to remember that when you spent a really long time isolating whether it's isolating yourself just through routine or isolating yourself um because you feel like your body's not good enough because you feel like you're not good enough to really get out there into the world. Um, taking the plunge with travel is a great way to rip the band-aid off.
1: Yes, and also you don't have to go across the country. You don't have to go to Italy or Bali um, in two weeks, I'm gonna drive up the to, up to Big Bear for, for, for a couple days to do some writing. you know um, You could go somewhere close. you don't have to it doesn't have to be some epic adventure, right? Um, do what you can. Do what
0: you can, and it doesn't have to be fancy, you know. I still laugh about my very poor decision staying in a hostel at South by Southwest, <laughs> right. um, you know. But I will, for the rest of my life, I will remember trying to get into that second bunk after having one too many cocktails and just really having an existential experience, you know. Like there, that will live legendary. In yeah, my but mind. you know,
1: you know what I love about you is you're you're able to. Uh, see that as a lesson but also laugh at yourself and laugh at the situation
0: oh it's hilarious my life
1: is a sitcom i love it guys (laughs) travel um create those experiences for yourself and uh live by going somewhere awesome thank you be well.